News update. According to their official website, the Cleveland Browns have traded running back Duke Johnson to the Houston Texans in exchange for a conditional fourth-round pick that could become a third-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. 49ers general manager John Lynch told KMBR Radio in San Francisco that Nick Bosa has a significant ankle sprain and will miss the rest of the preseason. Lynch said the hope is that Bosa will be ready for their week one game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In the NBA, in his first interview since rupturing his Achilles tendon in Game 5 of the NBA Finals in June, Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant said he does not hold the Golden State Warriors accountable for his injury. And in baseball, the New York Yankees and Chicago White Sox will play a game at the famed Field of Dreams in Iowa on August 13th of next season. A temporary 8,000-seat ballpark will be built at the site where the 1989 movie starring Kevin Costner and James Earl Jones was filmed. I'm Chris Pavona, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. Hour number two, back with BFFs. Because Danny talks to me now during the breaks, I leave my mic on and talk to him. So when I go put my mic on, shut it off. I shut it off. Seems like an issue, Greg. That's because I'm not used to talking to the producer during the breaks. Now yeah. I'm talking to him. It's great. I, I love talking to Danny during the breaks. Yeah, I would I would say for this job, Greg, probably need our mics on. I always turn it on. You know what I mean? I, I, I turn it on and off. Yeah. I know what you're saying. It's like, I, I, it's I like a reflex. Be, I try to be a professional. Yeah. Something you do, you just always press the button right before you go live. Yeah. Shut yourself off. Right. Come on, Greg. It is what it is. He's Frank. I'm Greg. EY back tomorrow for the draft. Are you excited for the draft, Frank? Yes, very excited. As I mentioned, we're going to have a ton of analysts, some of the producers downstairs as well. Myself, Greg, once again, sharing a team. Once again, we got pick 11. We ultimately ended up trading that pick with Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. So now we have pick 7. Jim has pick 11. Uh, Chris Venture's in the draft what's our, what's as our well. Plan? What's our plan here at 7? George Kurtz is in the draft as well. Um, we haven't talked about this because we always have 11. Yeah, so pick 7, you have to imagine the top 6 picks, top 5 picks are going to be running backs. 6 is potentially Le'Veon Bell or DeAndre Hopkins or Devontae Adams. We're in a good spot, Greg. We're either going to end up getting a Devontae Adams or a Hopkins or a Le'Veon Bell if you want to go with the running back position. Um, I would say those are probably going to be our top three players available. I'm pretty confident in who I want, then. Yeah, you want Hopkins. I, I like uh, Devontae Adams. Well, I'm assuming both won't be there. Really? I'm you assuming think they're going to go five and six? One of them will. Yeah, but David Johnson's probably going to go five or six. I agree. I, think I mean, of, if David Johnson's available, I'm agree. perfectly fine with that. Totally agree. Pick seven. But I think great. one of the wide receivers go five, six. I'd rather the wide receiver over Le'Veon Bell. That's what I'm saying. All right, that's fine. It's half PPR. Keep that in mind. Understood. Cool. Um, we're on the same page again. Look at that. See what happens. Was, uh, I wouldn't mind a DeAndre Hopkins share just because I already got Devontae Adams in the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, but you know, I love me some Devontae Adams as well, Greg. Have a wide be- receiver one. There you go. 
I am very excited for the draft. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be a crazy show. Uh, we're going to start it during the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Right. So from 1 to 2 p.m., we will start the draft. We'll keep that going through the first hour of BFFs as well. So in the first hour on Skype, again, we'll, we like we normally do, we'll have Jim Day, we'll have George Kurtz on Skype. And then in hour 2, which will be 2 to 3 p.m. tomorrow, we will have EY on Skype as usual and Davis Maddock from Roto Experts so we can get some of his thoughts about some of the picks that are going down and... Ultimately, what he thinks, uh, he's he's over there spearheading the coverage at Roto Experts, Greg. Uh, he's doing a great job with uh, their projections. I've looked into them a lot myself. Uh, I, I have a few bones to pick with uh, Davis Maddock as well. I, I, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. They have right. Carson Wentz is there. QB 19 in projections. I've got an issue with that. I'm sure you do. As someone who has him as, a, as his QB Top 6. seven, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is quite the discrepancy. On the show today, Frank, we have to learn how to bet on preseason football. <laughs> yeah, good luck. And the choice. I think we're going to have to use a lot of you know what I was reading about DFS tonight to try and help us through the betting slate for tonight. As we mentioned yesterday, there is not a single game with a total above 37 tonight in the preseason week one action. So there are 11 games on the slate tonight. Again, the highest total is 37. That is between the Tennessee Titans and the Philadelphia Eagles. Expect a lot of Nate Sudfeld in that game, Greg. That's what I've been reading thus far. Ah, okay. I'm going to pull up the events uh, here. It's going to be Nate Sudfeld versus Ryan Tannehill. Are you pumped? I'm not, not pumped. <laughs> Eagles and Titans. I'm not, not I'm pumped. just excited. I'm, that, more, I I'm am just more excited exciting. that football is going to be I am tonight. more excited for Eagles-Titans today than I would be for Eagles-Titans in like week four. What? Yeah. Come on, Greg. I would not watch a it's second. Be the Derrick Henry versus Miles Sanders show in week four. I would not watch a second of Eagles Titans <laughs> in week four. That would yeah. be the game Except that I Except for when you have uh, Derrick Henry on your DFS team that week, Greg. Come on. I won't. That would be the week. Never say never. That you're going to get like. Um, um, Come on. The name? Eagles wide receivers against that secondary, Greg. Like Beth Mowens is going to be announcing that game. From, from some Deshaun Jackson deep down the field. You'll be lucky if you get Sam Rosen. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Marry that game, game from Zach Ertz. Come on. Get out of here. All right. So I have the, uh, I have the spreads up for tonight's game. Have you looked at all these runs or no? Uh, I've, yeah, I have run through all these spreads so far just to give myself a peek, man. The Miami Dolphins, they just keep climbing up. I mean, a lot of money coming out of the Dolphins. That line is now up to minus four and a half. That is the, they are the biggest favorites on the slate tonight. Which kind of makes sense, right? Because it's like the only situation where there's a quarterback controversy. Exactly. So they're going to play each quarterback Probably a good amount of time. Probably going to see Fitzpatrick at least for a quarter. You and imagine Rosen we see Josh quarter. Rosen for a quarter, maybe two. So we'll pay attention there. You know Matt Ryan's not going to play much. He doesn't have to. If he plays at all. You know who there's if not he playing. he plays at all. Devontae yeah. Freeman's not who, playing. Who's the backup quarterback? Matt, Matt Schaub. Schaub. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. The last we saw of Matt Schaub, this guy was a pick-six machine. So we're going to have Fitzmagic, who was awesome last year with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and we know he's just going to sl- fling it all over uh, all around the field for the Dolphins tonight for probably a quarter, maybe a little bit less than that. And we're probably going to get some Josh Rosen, who does have some NFL experience. Last year, it was a disaster with the Cardinals, but you know he's getting a clean slate, a new start here with the Miami Dolphins, albeit not a great Miami Dolphins team. Uh, but you know he's got something to prove, so he's going to go out there. Uh, and someone who I like for DFS tonight, who I, I'll. Throw that name out right now, Greg. Just go right ahead. Preston Williams. Ah, of course. Preston Williams, yes. who they're talking yeah, yeah, yes, yes. In, in Dolphins camp right now, him and Josh Rosen are making a ton of plays together playing with the second unit. This is someone to actually pay attention to. Stash him in your back pocket. Just remember the name because at some point this year, when Josh Rosen is the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, 
Preston Williams will get reps as a starting wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins. And we talk about this a lot, Greg, when it comes to fantasy. When a second-string quarterback comes in or a rookie quarterback comes in... He likes in, his guy. He likes who he's thrown to in practice. And he has been throwing a ton to Preston Williams. So watch that name tonight for DFS. Keep that name in the back of your mind throughout the season for fantasy football. Yes, they have Kenny Sills on the team. I mean, who knows how long Kenny Sills will remain on that team based on what's going on there with him and, and the owner and they're having their struggles. Uh, but Devontae Parker hasn't been able to put it together. He's been injury prone. Says that he's gunning for a 1,000 yards when it comes to uh, Devontae Parker. Remember the name Preston Williams. Let's break Story. down these NFL preseason games. We'll give you the best bets with baseball, too. It's going to be a fun show. Cannot wait to do it. Next hour, it's the Action Hour here on FNTSY. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. We'll get to baseball in a little bit. But you know what's crazy? Bash Pro has for like two years now been talking about his friend or his friend's brother or something. Someone that he knows well like has his phone number, the whole deal. All right. That's like some got he got drafted by the Royals. He's like a catcher. I'm like, oh, and then he, he was like pumped when Salvador Perez got hurt. I said, like, that's not very nice. Like, I think my guy's going to start the year. And like, he didn't, obviously. Okay. It's like sign Martin Maldonado. They call us some other people. I woke up to a text from the Bash Brother today. Nick Dinney is his friend. Got called up today by the Kansas City Royals. There's a whole Roto World blurb about him now. Nick Dinney. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more about. Is that that's just the end of the story? Is he is he a prospect for them? He, he in the minors this year. Not a bad year. What was he doing? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you the Fangraphs page here. Uh, Nick Dinney is 26 years old. In Not AAA. in their top 30 prospects according to MLB.com. But this year, just saying, 26 year old in AAA. 296, 13 homers, 34 runs scored, 36 ribbies, OBP at 370. For Nick Dinney, who is, what, now likely going to start at catcher for the Kansas City Royals? I would think so, yeah. All right. So earned it. It's pretty good. Shout right? out to Mike Bash. They're boys together? Yes, yeah. They're, they're Bash bros. They, they, know, they know each other. They are Bash bros. I would say Mike they're Bash, Bash bros. and Nick Dinney. Yeah. Those are the Bash bros. The yeah. new age Bash bros. Pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool, right? So, all right. That, that's one of his friends. He's going to get the opportunity to start here for the Kansas City Royals. He, he's always been pretty successful in the minors. I like think they the were throwing ones. out, what, Cam Gallagher as their starting yeah. mm-hmm. center? Gallagher's 3,000. That's center. Catcher. Yeah, start, starting catcher. Got the C's on my mind, Greg. I understand. Speaking of C's, let's go to the captains in the NFL. Don't sure how that works, but we'll do it anyway. Preseason tonight, the C's, the Colts. That's where I should have went. Indianapolis Colts in Buffalo, two and a half point favorites. Uh, what do we know about these uh, reserves, Frank? So we know that we're not going to see any Andrew Luck tonight. Obviously, we're probably, probably not that much Jacoby Brissett. Going to see maybe a quarter out of Jacoby Brissett, maybe half a quarter, uh, and then after that, we are looking at a gentleman named Philip Walker, of course, or Chad Kelly. It's definitely Chad Kelly season. Yeah. 
Someone who was getting hyped up during preseason it's last Chad year. Kelly's well. season. Not so, a good, not a good guy, by the way. So we will see, bad guy. We'll see what's happening tonight uh, behind Jacoby Brissett. But I'm actually surprised by this line Same. here, Greg, because they think Peterman's still the backup. He's not. The Bills, Matt Barkley season, have been known to in their first game under Sean McDermott play their starters the first quarter, the entire first quarter, all of their starters. So. I mean, I mean, we know that they're good defensively. Uh-huh. They're pro- they're going to be going up against Jacoby Brissett and potentially Chad Kelly at some point in the first quarter. And overall, I mean, the Bills have a lot of depth at the running back position. We know uh, Frank Gore is going to start tonight. I don't believe LaShawn McCoy is going to play. But Devin Singletary is probably going to see a lot of run. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big night. Pay attention to that name for DFS as well. Right now, the Buffalo Bills are getting two and a half. I like the Buffalo Bills tonight, Greg. Might be my best bet, man. I think, you know, Josh Allen probably plays a quarter tonight. Might be my best bet, man. I don't understand why they're getting two and a half Doesn't points. make sense. At home! Yeah, technically, right? All the Bills tonight. I'm with you, man. I, I don't understand. We are all in on the Bills! I don't understand why uh, the Colts are laying money. Danny, do me a favor. Give Sean the mic. I want to talk to Sean about it. Sean's this. probably uh, busy with Craig Mish right now, I'd assume. He's not. That show's over. Thanks that show's over. Pro- thanks for no our programming schedule. Uh, Sean's hard, at lunch. It's hard to keep track of what's going on downstairs while, while I'm up here, Greg. Sean's at lunch. Uh, okay. You can't talk to him about the Bills, but he is our uh, resident Bills resident Bill When he walks in before out the window, I am going to bring that up. I mean, working here has given me Appreciate the it. most exposure to Bills fans ever in my life. Than ever before in my it's life. It's unbelievable. We had Florio come yeah. through as a Bills fan. Game Die Rizzi. hard Bills fan. Gabe Morenci, I mean, you watch the morning after, you watch game time decisions. Gabe Morenci never in his life will bet against the Buffalo Bills. And even this morning, I heard him talking about it on the morning after with the Prez. Very interesting fellow, the Prez, by the way, of Wager Talk. Uh, Gabe was saying, I'm not betting against the Bills. And I was like, oh, well, surprise, surprise, Gabe. You know, we couldn't predict that. So, diehard Bills fan, uh, I think... Of the three Bills fans I know, Sean is probably the most Least. pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, maybe the most realistic, I guess, out of the three. Uh, but we do the reverse thing where I'm a Jets fan, but I like the Bills this year. And Sean's a Bills fan, but he likes the Jets this year. So ultimately, we'll see how that plays out. I like the Bills a lot tonight, Greg. I like In terms too. of the total, I mean, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. 35, I'm probably going under because... Tom McDermott, defensive-minded coach. If he plays the starters for the whole first quarter, the Colts are probably not going to score a lot of points there in the first quarter. Probably not the first half either. I guess I lean the under, but don't really have a strong lean. I like the Bills a lot more than I like the total. Big game. fan of the Bills. We love the Bills tonight. Go Bills! Let's stay in New York, Frank. We just Jet- talked about the Bills and Colts for about five minutes. Jets and Giants tonight. The uh, Jets are a three-point favorite in this one. It's the first preseason game rather than the third preseason game because these two teams will play each other um, coming up later on deep into the year. Uh, the Giants, I think you see a lot of Daniel Jones, see a little bit of Kyle Laletta, Alex Tenney. Uh, the Jets, who is their backup these days? That would be Trevor Simeon, Greg. Oh, really? Is that Trevor Simeon? Okay. It's not a terrible backup quarterback. No. I've seen worse. Who's your third string? Is it still, is, where's Bryce That would be Davis Webb, former ah! New York Giant great. So you're talking about a hashtag revenge game? Revenge game. Oh, I would imagine. Baby. We probably see maybe a, the half of the first quarter for Sam Darnold. Maybe a little bit more than that. Like, I would say seven to ten minutes for Sam Darnold. Get him a couple of drives here. And then we probably see Trevor Simeon for the rest of the first half. Second half, we probably see you know a decent amount of uh, Davis Webb. 
And then their fourth-string quarterback is Luke Falk as well, who, you know, maybe he just plays some of the fourth quarter as well. So uh, keep that in mind when it comes to the Jets versus the Giants. Greg believes that Daniel Jones will play a decent amount tonight. We talked about that a little bit here in the first half. Greg, what I like to pay attention to, especially for the first week of preseason, is new coaches. So Adam Gase is coming over to the New York Jets, following around tacos and the like, his press conference. Crazy guy. You want to see me rant about Adam Gase, go watch my videos from when he was signed to the team as their head coach, and again when Mike McCagnan was fired, and basically Adam Gase was the acting GM. Uh, But I was not very happy about it. But overall, I like to look at new coaches the first week of preseason because I think that they're trying to prove something, ultimately, Greg. So I kind of like the Jets in the spot, but you got to lay three, which... We know is a magic number when it comes to betting because, you know, three, they could win by a field goal, wouldn't surprise anybody. I would like this game a lot more if it was uh, if it was two and a half. I don't like it as much as I do like the Bills, Greg. What do you think? Yeah, I don't really feel strong either way. I guess I like the Jets just because they're better. And you got a revenge game for Davis Webb, so in on that, obviously. The total's 34 and a half. Very low. Very low. You think we see a lot of Wayne Gullman tonight, Greg? I think you see a lot of Paul Perkins tonight. Is Paul Perkins still on the roster? Sure is. Third running back? Third string running Third back? Third or fourth, yeah. You got Rod Smith there as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rod Smith, former Cowboy. That's correct. Former handcuff to uh, Zeke. All right, the Falcons. The wide receivers are going to get brutal tonight for the Giants. I mean, who are they throwing out there? Uh, their starters are brutal, Frank. You know Sterling right. Shepard is not playing. No. Uh, Golden Tate. Well, Corey Coleman out with the ACL injury. Yeah. Do they still have Cody Latimer? They do. He's their third wide receiver, yeah. He's their number one wide receiver tonight. Potentially in week one. Golden Tate will probably play. All right, he could play in the preseason, right? Sure. Okay. So you got got Cody Latimer and Golden Tate. All right, I mean, (laughs) outside of that. What about Benny Fowler? We got him too. Oh, Benny Fowler. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious, Greg. What is the plan for the New York Giants? Just in life. For those watching, (laughs) Greg has nothing. The Atlanta Falcons and the Miami Dolphins tonight. Dolphins, a monstrous favorite, favorite as we talked about, because they got a quarterback competition, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen. Let's continue on, Frank. The Jags and the Ravens. Ravens are a three-point favorite in this one. Yeah, I don't know how much we're going to see Lamar Jackson. Uh, I believe Robert Griffin is not going to play in tonight's game either, so the name to watch for DFS here, Greg, is Trace McSorley, who is... Going to probably play a decent amount and really good athlete. He tested well at the Combine. He likes to run the football a decent amount. So from a DFS perspective tonight, if you're a degenerate, degenerate and you want to get in on the action, Trace McSorley I do think is a, uh, a sleeper quarterback tonight, someone who can rush for a decent amount of yards. Uh, but overall, when it comes to this game, the Jacksonville Jaguars probably don't see a lot of uh, Nick Foles. Going to see some of Gardner, Gardner Minshew as the uh, third-string quarterback here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't have a strong lean on this game. The total is only 31. Two of the better defenses in the NFL as well when it comes to the Jags and Ravens. Like anything here, Greg? No, Frank. <laughs> no, I don't. Nothing between the Jaguars and the Ravens. Oh, God. I can't say that I do. Oh, my gosh. But the Patriots and Lions, I do have a feel for this one. I'm going to tell you what that is when we come back. Ooh.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. We're back here on the BFFs. Frank Stample and Greg Sussman hanging out with you, breaking down tonight's preseason action. Greg, what do you think of when you hear this? Is it can't touch this or super free? Can't touch this. Me too. You think it's because we're a little bit younger? What's up? Do you think it's because of our age? Probably. Yeah, I would imagine uh, somebody closer to your cohort, you know, in the, the 40 50 range, probably thinks of Super Freak, yeah. When you hear, like, the Ice Ice Baby intro, do you think of Ice Ice Baby or do you think of Under Pressure? Yeah, I think of Ice Ice Baby. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I think of. So I just heard this coming back from break, and I'm like, can't touch this. I started singing it to myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I imagine, like, that's probably what Tariq Cohen just has playing in his mind, like, on, on a loop, nonstop. That's amazing, bro. Because you can't touch Tariq Cohen? You can't, dude. I mean, shout out to Emery Hunt, dude. That Emery was, Hunt that was, was so random. I, it was very random. But it was, I don't know, it was like the first thing I thought of. I was like, who is the most elusive running back I could think of? You think of Tariq Cohen? I thought of Tariq Cohen. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, he's, he's elusive, he's for sure. Very hard man to bring down. Mm-hmm. Like a little rocket out there. Jetpack on him. little jetpack on him. Mm-hmm. You don't like this. <laughs> The NFL preseason is here with games tonight and season-long fantasy football drafts are in full swing. Head on over to RotoExperts.com and check out the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock of the Roto Experts has you covered with Dynasty season-long best ball formats, giving you an edge regardless of what type of season-long fantasy football that you play. Head on over to RotoExperts.com. Get a 10% discount with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with the promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package is available right now only at RotoExperts.com. Frank, the Lions are playing the Patriots, and the Lions are a 2.5-point favorite. The total is 35.5. Well, Greg, you left us off with a tremendous tease, so I, I feel that you should lead us off here with the analysis. I love the Lions tonight. The revenge game! Uh-huh. Matt Patricia. Yeah. Pencil in ear and everything. Oh, yeah. Shaped up beard or no? Yeah. Okay. New season, new shape up? Yeah, probably not. He's probably just growing out like a madman like he always does. All right, fair enough. See what happens. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how much their starters are going to play, ultimately. I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out for all of these teams. But you know damn straight that the New England Patriots don't care very much. I think we could see a decent amount of Damian Harris in this game, though, tonight, Greg. As a rookie, could see a quarter or two out of him. So from a DFS perspective... Could see, uh, could see some fantasy production from Damian Harris overall, but I'm with you. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if you know this is something that Matt Patricia circles on his calendar, you know, two or three months ago, and says, "I gotta stick it to my old head coach and Bill Belichick." They're laying two and a half, so you like that? They can, they can cover this one with a field goal. I'm with you. It's not a bad one. I like the Bills a little bit more. He's though. gonna beat him. He's gonna beat him tonight. His Belichick doesn't care. You're probably right. I Bill know. Belichick is. I can't imagine him caring very much about the preseason or really anything. Honestly. Point and a half between the Eagles and Titans. We said how excited we are about that one, Frank. Yeah, the highest total on the night. So make sure you get all your fantasy performers from this game. 
That's a, that's a joke. I, I really don't know what to expect here uh, outside of the fact that Nate Sudfeld is going to play a decent amount. That is something that I have read so far is that the Eagles want to give him an extensive look. He is the backup quarterback this year for Carson Wentz now that Nick Foles is no longer with the team. So they need to see what they have in Nate Sudfeld. I mean, they obviously know a decent amount at this point, uh, but they want to make sure that he's good to go and he has confidence if anything were to happen to Carson Wentz throughout the course of the season because, as we know, Carson Wentz, not necessarily the model of health the past couple of years. He's dealt with the knee injuries. He's dealt with a back injury last year as well. So mm-hmm. everything I've read is uh, Nate Sudfeld could see a decent amount of the run tonight, Greg. And on the other side, Marcus Mariota, probably not going to play all that much. Ryan Tannehill could get a decent amount. Uh, I was reading over on uh, Covers.com. They do a great job breaking down some of the games here that they like the over in this game tonight, even though it's the highest total at 37 uh, the fact that we do have some experienced quarterbacks in Nate Sudfeld and Ryan Tannehill playing, we could see some points in this game. So they like the over overall here uh, at 37, FanDuel Sportsbook. High total. Let's go over it, baby. Eagles and Titans. Washington and Cleveland. The Browns are uh, a point and a half dog, a uh, point and a half favorites here, excuse me. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, getting excited about everything around the Browns and Freddie Kitchens and whatnot. But I like the Washington Redskins here in, in this one. Dwayne Haskins is a rookie. I think he's going to get a lot of time, see what he has. Um, we got to figure out who the quarterback is going to be in Washington. Another one of these quarterback, not competitions, but I guess it kind of is, right? Um, I don't know that it's a competition, but it's certainly open-ended right now. That's how I would put it. That's fine. So because of that, I like Washington. Plus one and a half. Give it to me, baby. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, obviously, give it to me, baby, huh? Pretty fly for a white guy. There it is. Yeah. Are you a fan of the Offspring, Greg? I like that song. I like the Offspring a decent amount. Probably more than I like Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, Sorry, really? Greg. What are name? I mean, what are the top songs that Hootie and the Blowfish is known for? Hold my hand. Want you to hold my hand. All right, next one. I only want to be with you. I know that one. These are a lot of songs that I know what they are, and I just assume it was like. Mm-hmm. Every band in the '90s that right. sounded exactly the same. Nope, just one band. What's uh, what's what's their third best song? Great. Do you have that one ready? Let her cry. Don't know that one either. Tears fall down like rain. We're gonna go with the Offspring over Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, Greg is going with Washington. Why do you punish me? How much are? What do you think we see a lot more of tonight, Greg? Drew Stanton or Garrett Gilbert for the Cleveland Browns? What do you think in there? You want to flip a coin? No, I think you see more Garrett Gilbert tonight. I mean, look, probably right. Garrett Gilbert had an awesome AAF uh, season. Oh, right, I forgot about so that. So I think he's going to get a legitimate shot from the back of here. Yeah, yeah. I think I might have had him as my fantasy quarterback for uh, our fantasy he was, AAF league. He was awesome in the AAF. Fortunately, it folded, you know. I'm pretty sure I was leading the league, Greg. You're the only one updated your team, Greg. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, and then I drafted the team and then forgot who I had. <laughs> uh, on the other side, yeah, we should see a decent amount of Dwayne Haskins. This is something that I do want to pay attention to closely tonight. Obviously, you know, I'm not a Washington football fan. Uh, I don't dislike the team by any means. But, you know, whenever we see some of these rookie quarterbacks in, like, I'm going to pay attention to Josh Rosen tonight. I want to see what he does. I want to see how Dwayne Haskins plays uh, overall. You know, he's in a, we'll call it a competition with Case Keenum as well and Colt McCoy there. We know They know what they have in those veteran quarterbacks. So we should see a decent amount of run from uh, Dwayne Haskins. Also, the rookie wide receivers. No, we we could see some production there tonight. If you're playing the DFS slate, how about some uh, some Terry McLaurin tonight, Greggy? How about uh, you know why not Kelvin Harmon? They've yes. been talking up those oh yeah those rookie wide receivers out there in Washington and uh, potentially some Trey Quinn, Greggy. Could I interest you in Trey? So Quinn? how much is Trey Quinn gonna play tonight? 
That's a fair question because he's a you know projected starter in the slot for three wide receiver sets. So probably not as much as those other guys that I mentioned, but something that I do want to pay attention to. Definitely uh, Terry McLaurin and Kelvin Harmon tonight. Pay attention to those guys. All right, so let me continue on here, Frankie. Hold on, a lot more games to get to. The Is Bears. Darius guys tonight? Is he playing? I don't know. I'll look that up. While you preview the next game, Panthers and. Bears in Cleveland, in Chicago. Excuse me. The Bears are a three-point favorite tonight, Frank. What do you like in this one, Greg? No, still idea. looking up Darius Geis. Um, <laughs> I have no inkling. I have, I have like no reason. Darius Geis' status uncertain for Chicago's at home. Give me the Bears. Preseason opener as he nurses hamstring injury. I would assume we're probably not going to see him tonight. We we'll probably see him maybe in the second or third game. That's Darius Geis. Uh, but the Bears and the Panthers probably not going to see much if if not any, of, uh, of Cam Newton here. Who, who was the gentleman who took over for Cam Newton last year in that start and actually performed pretty well? I remember they did, Taylor like, Heineke? they did a whole feature on him. Was it not Taylor Heineke? Was it, uh, was it Taylor Heineke? Kyle Allen to have Will Greer as well, who comes in as a third-round pick. Well, 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 oh. Probably see a lot of Will Greer tonight. Give me Carolina, I'm switching it. You're switching it. Give me Will you Greer, forgot baby. About Will I Greer. did. How dare you forget about Love it, baby. Probably see a decent amount of uh, some Cameron Artist Payne tonight, Greg. How about that? Not interested. Not interested. I do. Will Greer's your guy, though. I like Will Greer a lot. <laughs> so we should see a lot of him going up against uh, the Chicago Bears. I forgot about the Lions, by the way. I've got to mention my man Ty Johnson is going to get a lot of run tonight. Ty Johnson, too, yeah. You have a DFS? Na- name to pay attention to there, uh, Ty Johnson. Do you have your DFS team? He-, he was not on my DFS team. I considered him. He put him in? I believe I have uh, Damian Harris and how about this one, Greg? Bo Scarborough. Ah, Cowboys. He's not with the Cowboys. Not anymore? I think he's with the Titans now. He used to be with the Cowboys. But he's he's like one of only two running backs that are going to be active for... Ah, he's on the Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks. <laughs> that tells you how much I know about my preseason lineup tonight. Uh, but I believe he is uh, one of two or maybe the only running back who's going to be active for the Seahawks tonight. So that's why they're expecting a lot of run, from, run the ball. from Bo Scarborough tonight can with put, the Seahawks. Can you put Ty Johnson for me, please? Somewhere. I'm not going to put in Ty Johnson. Why? I don't want him. I want Damian Harris on my team. You know, you know how much I like Damian Harris, Greg? It really hurts, Frank. The backup quarterback for the Bears is Chase Daniel, and then third string will be Tyler Bray. Not interested. Like, so you're not I interested Carol- in that. You like Will Greer now. I switched, I switched yeah. Switched it over. Texans and Green Bay. Matt LaFleur's coaching debut. He's a two-point favorite against Bob's Houston Texans. Uh, the Houston Texans led by Joe Webb. The only quarterback that's going to play tonight. <laughs> Likely the only quarterback that's going to play tonight for the Houston Texans. Now, this goes back to the theory, Greg. It's new head coach. Do you like the Green Bay Packers in the spot they're laying to? All they got to do is win by a field goal. I do like the I do. I do, yes. Who's the backup quarterback now in uh, Green Bay? It's, uh, isn't it Deshaun Kaiser still or no? I think it is Deshaun Kaiser, yeah. I get him and uh, Brett Hundley mixed up, but Makes Brett Hundley we yeah. know now is with the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So yeah. Probably I, see a d- decent amount of, uh, of Deshaun Kaiser, someone who once had, you know, some upside. He was, what, like a second-round pick in the NFL? Yeah, with Cleveland. In the NFL. Draft. Early. So, yeah, Deshaun Kaiser is the backup. And you have uh, Tim Boyle and Manny Wilkins. I'm going with Green Bay tonight, man. Let's go. I'm going with Green Bay. I agree with you. Pay attention. Here's a name to pay attention to tonight. Dexter Williams, who they've been talking up in Packers training camp right now, both... Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams are nursing hamstring injuries, so Dexter Williams probably starts in this one because of that. I mean, I'm not sure how much he's going to play, but pay attention to Dexter Williams. 
He was a sixth-round pick in the NFL draft this year for the Packers. They've been talking him up. Uh, and he could potentially play himself into some relevance this year, you know, if Jamal Williams does miss time. And, you know, Aaron Jones, we know, has dealt with knee injuries in the past. So, name to pay attention to for tonight in the season. Next for Williams. Seahawks and Broncos, Cardinals and Chargers. The two late games are next. We'll give you our best bets for baseball as well. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Tough day all around tonight. Tough day all around. BFFs, Frank Stample, Greg Sussman here. Two more games to go over, Frank. Before we do, we get some breaking news. Uh, Jake, big timer in the chat, broke it for us. We confirmed it. Matt Mayoko on Twitter. What do we have, Frank? Yeah, so according to Matt Mayoko, a beat reporter for the San Francisco 49ers, running back Jarek McKinnon's knee was not feeling good after working the past two days. He'll be shut down for a while. He can't go back on the pup. If he's slow to recover, and the only option would be to start the season on IR and come back later in the season. That is Jarek McKinnon and the San Francisco 49ers. So during the break, I have made a rankings update. Great. All right. One that you will like. I moved Tevin Coleman up to RB25. And, you know, that's how quick these things are moving. I mean, we have to. Just an hour ago, I was players. laughed at for having him at number 22. I mean, that's still probably a little bit too aggressive. It's too, three people! Too uh, too high for my liking. But overall, this is... You have to adjust based on the things that we hear throughout training camp. You don't want to overreact much, but this is a legitimate injury that Jarek McKinnon is trying to come back from now. He tore his ACL last year during training camp. They gave him a lot of money. The 49ers had the option to release him, and that date has passed. I mean, I'm sure that they still can, but then they're probably going to end up eating some dead money. But now he can't go back on the pup, and he was already delayed to the start of training camp because this knee injury was acting up. He came back recently, the past two days. It's not working out well, and now he's going to be shut down. So Matt Breida seems to be the RB2 there in San Francisco. He has dealt with with a ton of injuries himself. The one constant this year in an offense that we expect to be really good, in an offense where Kyle Shanahan, year in and year out, gets the most out of his running backs for fantasy— I mean, we were picking up Jeffrey Wilson last year, for God's sake. He's good, Jeffrey Wilson Jr. Tevin Coleman looks to be a pretty, pretty damn good fantasy pick right now going in that six-round range. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if his ADP starts to climb up into that fifth round. I get it, man. I get it. We'll see. I hope so. I'm with you, man. I hope so. Uh, Okay, let's go with the Seahawks and the Broncos. You're pumped about your boy Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough expected to be one of, if not the only, running back active tonight for the Seattle Seahawks. So I basically started off my DFS lineup with Bo Scarborough and then built around him, Greg, if you were wondering. Uh, When it comes to this game, you mentioned that the Seahawks are getting three points going up against the Denver Broncos. And, I mean, what are we expecting here, Greg? When it comes to to the Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson, you know, Probably not going to play much. I wouldn't expect much from the Seattle Seahawks starters. 
Uh, a lot of those guys have been around for a while now. DK Metcalf has been nursing an injury recently, so probably don't even see him tonight. If not, you know, we might see him slightly. Uh, but overall, I think the way the reason you see this line set up this way is because, again, it's a first-year coach in Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos, and I think they actually have something to prove. And we're probably going to see a decent amount of Drew Locke again. And ultimately, I just don't think the Seahawks care all that much about preseason. What do you think? Yeah, I don't really think either of these teams care about preseason all that much. But I will say, I will say that uh, Vic Fangio, as a new head coach, has something to prove. Pete Carroll does not. Denver will get a little bit um, of Drew Locke tonight, who he told is not ready for prime time. Let's see that with our own eyes. I like Denver. I like the Undertale. Geno Smith also uh, <laughs> will be the number one quarterback starting the game for the Seattle Seahawks. He probably won't play much tonight either because, as you've mentioned, Greg, after tonight's game, Geno Smith will be having surgery. So we're going to be uh, very quickly into the third-string quarterback here for the Seattle Seahawks. I actually like the, Bron- the like Broncos. The, I like the under, too. Amount. Broncos and under. I like the Broncos, minus two and a half. Chargers and Cardinals, Frank. Last game. Are we all in on the Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury train tonight? Uh, you damn right we are. Let's go. I, I guess so. I guess we are, huh? I just, again, I don't really like the, uh, the minus three here because you know, it's a magic number when it comes to betting uh, in the NFL because they could ultimately end up winning by a field goal, but I'm with you, Greg. I mean... The Los Angeles Chargers are a team that's, you know, they have championship aspirations. They are a, you know, built around a veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers and built around a a veteran wide receiver as well in Keenan Allen. So we're not going to see much of those guys. And obviously Cliff Kingsbury, he's not going to show his full hand tonight. We know that. Uh, Coming in with the air raid offense, four wide receiver sets. They have a lot of rookie wide receivers that are going to be out there. Hakeem Butler, someone that I do like in DFS tonight. So pay attention to him. Andy Isabella dealing with the injury. Uh, but Fitzgerald, you don't expect much out of him. David Johnson, don't expect much there either. Kyler Murray probably plays maybe half a quarter, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, but ultimately, I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to come out firing a little bit here uh, because, again, it's his first time coaching uh, an NFL franchise. So I think he's going to be pretty hyped up here. I don't think the Chargers are playing for much, Greg. I agree. It's why minus three with the Cardinals is a winner, baby. What is your favorite NFL bet tonight, Greg, that we've talked about here? Tonight? All right, so I'm uh, between a few here. We talked about the Bills. We like them. We I like Arizona, as I just mentioned. I, I like them a lot. Uh, I like Denver. Who else do I like here? Who else? Uh, and I really like Carolina at plus three. Oh, because I mentioned Will Greer's name. Right. And I like Detroit, too. Give me, just one. give me Ty Johnson and the Lions. Let's go. That is the best bet. The Detroit Lions. What are, what are they laying there, Greg? Minus two and, two and, a, half. and a half. Two and a half. Detroit Lions. Minus two and a half for Greggy. I'm going to go with, uh, with the Buffalo Bills. That's my, right. my best bet on tonight's preseason slate. If you want some degenerate action, I also like yes. the over uh, in that Eagles and Titans game at 37. I know it's not very popular to take overs in these... Uh, these preseasons, especially week one action, but uh, I think we see a decent amount of Sudfeld and Ryan Tannehill tonight. Buffalo Bills, my best bet, at plus two. Should we go to baseball? Yes, sir. Let's go. All Let's right. do it. Bunch of games on the slate. Let's break it down for you. Yanks continue their role in our Toronto. Yanks are heavy favorite against the Blue Jays. The Yankees, as you mentioned, Greggy. Big favorite tonight going up against the Blue Jays. Bo Bichette, man, just continues to get it done. Raking. So fun. It's going to be fun to watch him go up tonight against Domingo Herman, who's probably been one of, if not the best starting pitcher 
for the New Yank the New York Yankees whenever he's pitched so far this season. Um, you're laying big money with the Yankees even on the road here, minus 198. That's a lot of juice. The total is 10. The total went over each game that they were in Camden. I don't know how much t- Toronto is going to be able to do against Domingo Herman. Although they have been hot, the offense has played well. I like the the over ten tonight, Greg. I don't love it. It's not one of my same. Best bets. The Yankees are going to slow down one day. Probably Wait. not tonight because the Sockman is Tom- going to be in the line. Oh. Just picked him up in my home league too, Greg. The Sockman, little engine that could roars on. Uh, Let's every go. team of Frank's a little engine that could. Just so you know, <laughs> the Braves and the Marlins. Dallas Keuchel on the mound for Atlanta. Hernandez going for the Marlins. Braves are a very heavy favorite. As they should be. Dallas Keiko minus 200 here going up against the anemic Miami Marlins lineup. Eliezer Hernandez has pitched decently well so far this year. He, he does have some decent strikeout upside. The total is at 8.5. You know, I would be intrigued by this. I'm thinking about the under here at 8.5, but the Braves lineup is just... So good. It wouldn't surprise me if they put up runs. Freddie Freeman is extremely hot. So is Ronald Acuna. This is a stay away for me. Let's see what we do here. I know I know you love doing this, Greg. Let's we parlay uh, the Yankees and Braves money line great. together here. Nice. You get that at plus one twenty five. And I don't know how it works from last night, Greg, because I had the Yankees and Red Sox parlay as one of my best bets, but that Red Sox game got suspended in the tenth inning because of rain. I know. I, I didn't know. So I I'm not sure. I guess that they have to finish that out, and if they win it, then the parlay still hits, so I, mean, I don't know. But if, you, if you're interested in uh, the, the Braves, minus 200, and the Yankees, uh, together they are plus 125 tonight. That is not one of my best bets. All right, not you one- like anything else from this Braves-Marlins game? No. Not even, the, how, about, how about the run line? Even the run line, man. Minus one and a half is minus 130. That's crazy. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's too much. Cubbies in Cincinnati from the Great American Ballpark. Alex Wood going for Cincinnati. Cole Hamels and the Cubs. My first instinct was to go under nine and a half in this game. I am a little bit nervous from Cincinnati, though. Yeah, and... I've been very good with totals recently, though. Yeah, you have. I mean, you've been, you've been crushing it. Uh, nine and a half to total here. I would want to lean with the under as well. Let's see how both the Reds rank 19th in weighted on base average against lefties this year. The Cubs rank 22nd in weighted on base average against lefties, Greg. So I think you might be on to something here. That's my first game, instinct. The Cubs are minus 124, so you're not laying much here. I believe this is Cole Hamill's second start since being activated from the IL. Last time out, Alex Wood did pitch pretty well against the Chicago Cubs. I like that nine and a half. I'm not ready to make it one of my best bets. I'm going to see the way that everything else plays out here on this uh, on this card, but it is in consideration, Greg. I like that. Yeah, that's. A, I, I'm not ruling it out. I'm not locking it in yet. Either. Let's see what else we got. Uh, we got Lopez, Boyd, Royals, Tigers tonight. I'm done messing with these crap teams, these crap games. Someone's got to win, Greg. I know. It's Matt Boyd with a 3.91 ERA. Massive amount of strikeouts this year. 187 strikeouts for Matt Boyd. He's been... Awesome in the strikeout department for fantasy purposes. And Jorge Lopez on the other side, he is 1-7 with a 6.19 ERA. The problem is, as bad as both of these teams are, the Royals are 41-74. and The Tigers, one of the worst teams in the league, 33-78. and I want to like the Tigers tonight, but at minus 170? I know. It's too high. It's, too, it's just it's too damn high, Greg. Rent's too damn high. And the total is 9. I can go either way. 
Like, the Royals are probably going to get shut down by Matt Boyd, but then on the other not side, a, yeah, like, Jorge Lopez is not a good pitcher, but at no. the same time, the Tigers' lineup is not a good one. Are they really going to be able to score runs against him? Not touching this game. Angels and Red Sox, another game total I actually like. It's 10.5. I like the over in this one, Frank. The over here, Greg. Interesting. Chris Sale has not pitched well. His last time out against the Yankees allowed eight earned runs against the Bronx Bombers. And the Los Angeles Angels are a team that does not strike out very much. They do put the ball in play. Uh, They are middle of the pack this year against left-handed pitching in terms of weighted on-base average. The Angels are. They are 15th. Uh, in the league, on the other side, you have Dylan Peters, the lefty, pitching for the re- uh, for the Angels. He has a 3.20 ERA so far on the year. Honestly, Greg, I couldn't even tell you, is he a legitimate starter or is he an opener? Do you know? He uh, He's a bulk guy. He's he, a bulk guy. I don't, right. I don't know if he's starting tonight or whatever. He's the bulk guy. He's he, the guy he is, he is yeah. starting according to uh, MLB.com as well. So he's, he's, he's the guy. You'll probably see him for about four or five innings, I would imagine, here. Mentioned the totals ten and a half. You like the you like the over there? Yeah. Man, I mean the Red Sox lineup is hot, but I think Chris Sale bounces back tonight. Too much to lay on no, him. It's no minus two thirty. No. I'm just I'm not getting involved in that game. How about this, Frank? Pick them. This is a fun game. Indians, Twins, Gibson, Clev. Totals a nine. Yeah, the total is at nine. I don't like taking unders in any games involving the Minnesota Twins because they Nelson can just Cruz, hit man, so many so home hot, runs yeah. and bunches right now and. Nelson Cruz, even at his age, I mean, the timeless Nelson Cruz, guy just comp- continues to swat home runs. The entire Twins team just hits a ton of home runs, or as Jim Sonis of FanDuel likes to call them, the Bumbus. That's right. For the Minnesota Twins. Mike Clevenger has pitched mostly well since returning from the IL. That Cleveland Indians lineup is, uh, is a tough one, too. You got Yasiel Puig, you got Fran Mil Reyes there. I'm not ready to make anything in this game a best bet. Like I want to lean with the Indians overall, but this Twins lineup scares me. What are you thinking, Greg? My best bet's Clev and the Indians tonight. That oh, is your best bet. Best okay. bet of the night, Clev and the Indians. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm not, I'm not ready to make it a best bet. Fair enough. Phillies and Giants. Bunny! Nola! Seven and a half is the game total here. Close, though. Between really, really low. This is one of my best bets, Let's Greg. do it! I understand Madison Bumgarner has pitched better this year. Aaron Nola has also been coming around. Don't trust this Giants lineup. Give me Aaron Nola. Minus 114 money line is one of my best bets. And I'm mooching off you. I'm taking the Cubs and Reds as another best bet under 9.5. Then screw it. We'll go over with the Red Sox and the Angels making it a best bet. Enjoy preseason football. Thanks to everybody downstairs and EY as well. He's Frank Stample. I'm Greg Sussman. We wrap up the week tomorrow with you. We We hope. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Let's get back into the running backs. Let's, let's not waste any more time. So Philip Lindsay last year had the greatest undrafted free agent season in the history of the NFL. Right. Running back, rushed for a ton of yards, took over, looked better than Royce Freeman all season long. But 
He's got a new coach, a new regime. Everything has changed for him in Denver. Broke his hand toward the end of the year, but he's healthy now. Royce Freeman has the draft pedigree. So nothing that Philip Lindsay did was wrong, but here we are once again having the same conversation that we did midway through last year. Philip Lindsay versus Royce Freeman. If you look at their ADP right now, Philip Lindsay obviously and rightfully so going way ahead of Royce Freeman. But where, sir, Eric, do you have Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman ranked? I got them super close. I actually have them uh, back-to-back. Um, and I have Philip Lindsay in front, but I feel like I, I wanted to be Royce Freeman. Um, I, and I think there's a bunch of stuff. I know Brad Evans has been banging the drum all offseason, um, talking about how, how Royce Freeman was just kind of statistically unlucky. And if you really break down the numbers and the analytics of each run, um, the box was stacked against him much more than Philip Lindsay. He, he ran much harder harder uh, uh, runs, more difficult runs, uh, shorter yardage runs, um, and the big bang ones went to Philip Lindsay. I guess that's a, that's a, a, a thing for Lindsay as well, but... Um, I've got them uh, 64, 65 overall, uh, wow. and that's real close. Yeah, you're very, very close. You're buying what Brad Evans is saying. Ultimately, that it was a statistically unlucky year for Royce Freeman, and it's really a toss up right now in that Denver backfield. Frank, I think you're high in general on the Broncos, right? Like you're a little higher on the Broncos offense. I think like Emmanuel Sanders. I know you like you're in on Noah Fant here. So, are you in on this running game as well? And if so, which way are you leaning? Uh, not nearly as much, and to be perfectly honest, I don't really love this range of running backs that are going in like this early fifth round. I do like Chris Carson. I think you're getting him at a value right now. I have, as of now, I have Phil Lindsay as my RB25, and I have Royce Freeman as my RB35, and you're seeing Lindsay go in that range early fifth round. He's dropped a little bit because the team has signed Theo Riddick as well. Theo Riddick, one of the premier pass-catching running backs in the NFL over the past you know handful of years or so with the Detroit Lions, so... You know, he comes in to Denver and what they've been talking about all offseason now, this is a new regime. This isn't the same regime last year that drafted Royce Freeman and brought in Philip Lindsay. They're going to run things the way that they want to run it. And Vic Fangio comes in, who is a defensive-minded head coach. They bring in Rich Scangarello to be their offensive coordinator. He was the QB's coach under Kyle Shanahan. Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. 